This is a new dimension in sound. You're listening to TalkZone.com, Internet Talk Radio. TalkZone.com. Many baby boomers have reached the age where they're seeking financial advice. But one certified financial planner says, beware. InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is back with a look. Roy? Thank you, Chris. We're joined by Robin Davis. She has 23 years of experience as a certified financial planner and retirement planning expert. She's also the author of a book called Who's Sitting on Your Nest Egg? Maybe we can just start with your definition of financial planning. Well, you know, that's interesting because I think everyone in this industry has a different definition, but it's really important for people to understand that financial planning isn't just choosing a mutual fund or a stock or a bond. It includes coordinating that, which I call investment planning, with your insurance planning, your estate planning, your income planning, your retirement planning, and your life insurance planning. I think probably the average middle-income person thinks, well, financial planners are mostly for wealthy people. What do you think of that? No, I think financial planning is for everyone, especially if you look at what's happening with the Social Security system and what's happening with company pensions. So I think you have to start financial planning as soon as possible or as soon as you start working. I understand that you say that 9 out of 10 advisors are really commission-hungry salesmen. So what does someone do if they're shopping around for a financial planner? Yeah, and that's really unfortunate. It's just that, you know, if you read articles on con men out there and stuff like that, people are really easily taken in. And if you don't understand what financial planning is or what the financial planner's job is supposed to be, then that's when you can get taken advantage of. So unfortunately, the salesmen are very charming, and they know how to walk around your questions, and they can answer your questions any way they know you want to hear the answer. So it's hard to go by their answers sometimes. So you really have to be able to observe what you know they should be doing. But first, you have to learn what they should be doing. So it sounds like in a lot of cases, you're probably suggesting that people find fee-only financial planners as opposed to those who are commissioned. Is that right? Actually not, because there are some commission products that are more beneficial to some people's situations, and a fee-only planner cannot sell them. So there are some products that have a little bit more of a safety net for people who really can't afford to lose a lot of money in the stock market. I actually tell people to beware of the word only. Only means they can only do one certain thing for you, as opposed to matching you up with the right strategy. So when you decide that you do need a financial planner, what are the steps you should take? How do you go about finding one? Well, the first thing you want to know is you never want to give your money to someone who comes to your home because that's where most of the salesmen come in. I kind of compare it to vacuum cleaner salesmen because they're basically working out of the trunk of their car. So since financial planning is much more complicated than that, the financial advisor has to have a staff to help them. My clients don't want me doing the filing. I think they'd prefer that I was watching their investments and their portfolios and their strategies. What they ask you to bring into the appointment is very important, and I think the tax return, a lot of people think that that tax return is a very confidential document, but the one person that needs to see it is your financial advisor because it's part of the financial plan, the tax planning. So if they don't ask for it, it's an easy clue that they don't care about it and that they just want to sell you something. You also write that the baby boom generation is kind of a sitting duck for some of these quack financial planners. Maybe you can explain that. Yeah, because people are not that knowledgeable, again, about what we're supposed to be doing, it's easy for a financial planner or a financial salesman 
to sit down with someone, convince them that the product that they chose to sell is the one that's right for their situation, rather than getting as much information from the client as possible and then trying to find the solution for their problem, deciding what's good in their portfolio and what's poor in their portfolio. There's a huge difference. Robin, I think it's probably a common thing that one spouse out of a couple usually takes charge of the finances, whether they want to or not. Is that any kind of a danger? Yes, it is a danger. Because one spouse is handling the assets or paying the bills, the other spouse doesn't really have to worry about it. But Murphy's Law says the spouse that's handling the finances is going first. So that means everything gets dumped in the lap of the spouse that didn't have a handle on the finances, and that's when they usually get taken advantage of. Any final words of advice on uh, selecting a financial planner? People have to educate themselves first on what financial planning is, the definition of financial planning, and what the financial planner's job is. And once you know what the financial planner's job is, if they're not talking about all of those aspects during your interview, move on to the next financial advisor. Very interesting. Good advice. Robin Davis, certified financial planner and author of the book, Who's Sitting on Your Nest Egg? Thanks for joining us today, Robin. Thank you for having me. For InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. That'll do it for this edition of InfoTrack. To learn more about this or previous InfoTrack shows and guests, visit us online at TalkZone.com. Internet services by Pair.com. InfoTrack is produced by Syndication Networks Corporation. Thanks for listening and join us next time for another edition of InfoTrack.